and and I and I wanted that and I do this because it works. That's why I do it. I don't do giant because it's lucrative. I don't do giant in the military Sherpa certification program because I make a lot of money. I don't do it because it's practical for my family to do. It's difficult, really difficult sometimes. I do it because it works. This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilsher. Welcome back to the Military Sherpa Podcast. I am your host, Mark, and it is great to be back in the podcasting seat with you again this week. For the first time, there is a video component to this podcast. So if you go to our YouTube channel for now, uh, you will be able to find this video, which is pretty cool. Go to youtube.marktilsher.com and you'll be able to see this video and me recording it live. Uh, I sound pretty excited about that uh, because I am. So this week on this episode, I'm going to be sharing a story that I actually never tell, which is pretty exciting. Uh, I don't know why I never tell the story, and I realized it while I was thinking about it, that I'm going to start sharing this story pretty much every time that I tell my story. I think I'm going to incorporate this into it. So I'd love your feedback. I'd love to, to hear from you how this impacted you and uh, if it was relatable. So I want to take you back about seven years or so. Back in 2020, has it been that long, 2016? My goodness, it's been quite a while. So back in 2016... That was the first time that I was exposed to Giant Worldwide and all the Giant tools and the different things that I now teach. I'm a partner in Giant Worldwide. As you know, the Military Sherpa program is kind of where Giant and Mark Tilsher meet, and that's where we host all of our certification programs. And so Giant uh, came out to Ramstein. There's a long story there, which I talk about when I tell my story now, but there's a long story as to how we got there. But Giant came out and they visited us and taught uh, Transforming Team Communication. I organized that class, and I requested that they come out. And it was a three-day long course, and uh, Mike Opadal and Simon Henry came out and taught that class, both of which are still really good friends of mine. And I took them out to dinner. There's this place in Ramstein called Big Emma's. And for those of you who know, you know. And for those of you who don't know, you don't know. But you need to go because Big Emma's is amazing. The burgers, you can't see this on the internet uh, if you're listening, but the burgers are literally as big as my head. So the menu is like, do you want a full burger, a quarter burger, or a half burger? And then the beers are like, do you want a half beer, a full beer? And if you get a full beer, it's like seven pints of beer. And, and so you take people there and you don't tell them what they're in for. And then you let them order a full burger and all of a sudden they have a burger that's like bigger than they've ever seen probably in their entire life. Like it's like literally something out of the Flintstones. And so we took Mike and we took Simon there. And as we were there, Mike uh, Opadal, one of the things that he told me during that dinner, because I was having a hard time understanding. I, I was a E7 at the time in the United States Air Force. And so I had influence. I was an Airman Leadership School Commandant. I wanted to transform culture across the DOD, and I was having a lot of success. And I saw the future, the big picture ahead of me at that time. And one of the things that Mike said to me, but as, as he was kind of seeing what I was doing and sensing some of my insecurities, was that, you know, Mark, if you implement these principles faithfully, then you have no idea how your influence is going to explode. Even over the next year, you have no idea what that's going to look like. And I had a hard time believing that at the time. I had a hard time conceptualizing it and seeing what that would actually look like. Was my influence going to explode? And what did that even mean for my influence to explode? And so what happened next was Mike and Simon left. And a few months later, I brought him out to do exactly the same thing a second time. And I started to implement the principles faithfully. And over the course of the next year, my influence exploded in ways I couldn't have imagined. And it was weird. It was almost Mike. One of the things about Mike is he speaks prophecy. And when Mike speaks, something happens. 
and what what he spoke happens like he sees things so clearly he's he's prophetic in that way and it started my last eight months in the military or so it just went completely out of control i started to teach at a senior non-commissioned officer pez and they had asked if i wanted to teach something on stephen covey's start with why and i was like well i'd like to teach something on liberation and giant and they let me and and, and the influence that came out of the event was explosive and i was invited to speak at a senior enlisted leader summit where they brought all the senior enlisted leaders from all across europe to one location and, and they let me speak to them which was crazy because as an e7 I didn't have any right to really be talking to them. Like, it's kind of this crazy thing. And so I got to speak to them. And I'll never forget, there was this line that I used to say about when people are giving you feedback, there are three things that you do. You take notes, you ask clarifying questions, and then you just shut up and you listen because it's difficult for people to give you feedback and you, you need to make sure you don't have an emotional response. And I knew that I had the tendency to say this. And so I was queuing up for it, right? And I started to see in slow motion, one of the things about being a speaker is like just like anything else, like things start to move in slow motion. When you're on stage, you're thinking about other things. Like I'm thinking about my taxes or my dry cleaning or what I'm saying or how the audience is reacting or it all happens. It's all playing out in front of me. And so as I was doing that, I realized what was about to come. There's a room full of command chiefs and career assistance advisors and airman leadership school commandants. And I realized I'm about to tell this entire room full of people to shut up. Like I knew that was going to happen, but I couldn't stop the train because I'd already started the story. There are only three things to do. And so I'm looking at the audience and I, and I say, and there's three things that you need to do when people give you feedback. And I said, you need to listen. You need to take notes, ask clarifying questions and shut up. And I'm like, Boom. and I realized at that moment, that was like everything that I had been building up was gone. The break was going to come. They weren't going to let me finish. They were going to ask me to leave. I was going to be in trouble. Because this is just not something you do. You know, those of you in the audience who are listening to me right now or watching me on YouTube, you know this is something you don't do to command chiefs and people that outrank you and that, that run organizations and bases. Like, you don't tell them to shut up. And so there I was, and I went on break, and I expected the worst. And instead, one of the command chiefs came up to me, and he's like, Mark, earlier you said I was supposed to do three things. I was supposed to listen and take notes, ask clarifying questions. What was the third one? And I was like, chief shut up the third one was shut up. he's like oh that was the one shut up and he, he writes that down i was like and to this day like one he's an amazing champion who i do not deserve in my life but we forged a relationship and a bond at that time and it was really amazing and that was the start of it i was like holy cow what is happening all of a sudden these people that that i shouldn't be speaking life into here they were seeking my opinion and my feedback and there's these weird things i taught five voices that class and all these command chiefs were lined up and they're like do me, tell me my personality. I was like, well, let me tell you what I observe. And, and I was very uncomfortable. And then the next one's like, well, tell me my person. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing right now? And I got to do some other stuff. I went down to Aviano and I taught a class and there was a, a general there and I taught five voices. And this was the first time I taught to a mixed audience of officers and enlisted and, and a general who'd been to war college. And it was incredibly intimidating. And they treated me like a king. I, I appreciated it so much, way better than I deserved. And then the general got up during the session and he said, you know, I've been to a lot of professional development. I've been to war college. This is the best professional development I've ever received in my entire life. And I was like, what is happening? Like, this is crazy. What am I onto? What have I discovered? What am I doing? And it started to build and it just continued building. And I got to do this four-star event and all the wing commanders and all the wing command chiefs and spouses were all there on this big giant table. And again, I, I always feel like I'm in these rooms that I don't belong in. And so I'm there and I'm talking and I get to this line about pioneers, you know, almost always marry nurturers. If you speak five voices, that makes sense. If you don't, what is wrong with you? And I get to this line about pioneers marrying nurturers and we start to talk about that. 
and the and the general's wife starts to cry and, and the general starts to get choked up and the two of them have this moment and he apologizes to her for for all that he's done and all this stuff and it's like this heavy moment where the the four star is having this public moment with his spouse and they're they're and it's like what what is this and in my experience with transforming team communication and five voices and five gears and managing difficult conversations and giant toolkit sessions is that more marriages have been saved through this in my experience than anything else I've ever seen before. It's not even a close comparison. Like I've never seen anything with that level of impact that can transform the way the airman who's clicking slides, the general and his wife, the wing commanders, the command chiefs, there's a wing commander and a command chief pair in that room that when I finished, they sat down on the side and they talked to each other and, and they would tell me the story later that that transformed their relationship. They spent an hour talking to each other. Then they went out to lunch and it redefined the way that they interacted with one another, a wing commander and a command chief. And it, and, and it changed everything. And I just kept building on that. And I got to go TDY to the Pentagon and Andrews and McGuire and Aviano in England and all of these cool places to do these cool things, supporting people that I admired and I loved that had boosted me in my career and looked out for me and taken care of me. And it was such an honor to be there for them. And my takeaway as I went through all of those things and, and, and I started to teach this, right? I got out of the Air Force and I started to teach it. And my goal was to certify as many instructors as I possibly could across the Air Force. So I want every airman to know their voice and I want everyone to have these tools. And, and, I, and I wanted that and I do this because it works. That's why I do it. I don't do giant because it's lucrative. I don't do giant in the military Sherpa certification program because I make a lot of money. I don't do it because it's practical for my family to do. It's difficult, really difficult sometimes. I do it because it works. I know that it works because I've stood in rooms with airmen. I've stood in rooms with spouses. I've stood in rooms with generals. I've stood in rooms with command chiefs and their spouses. And their, and it works. It doesn't matter what room I'm in. Lives are changed and transformed every time. Civilian sector, military, Congress, it doesn't matter. The impact is always the same. I know that it works because I did it. I know because I see it. And I watch it happen over and over and over again when I certify you and you go out there and you have an impact. And so here's my question. If you fast forward just a little bit, I, I work with Congress now and the civilian leaders, Department of Defense. There's no limits to what can be done with the stuff that we're doing, none. Who says we can't? Jeremy Kubitschek says it all the time. Who says we can't? There's no limits. There are no limits. Are you limiting yourself? And here's three questions, the three things for this podcast episode that I want you to answer. Here's the first one. Have you been through Transforming Team Communication Instructor Certification? Are you a military Sherpa certified guide? If not, why not? What's holding you back? Is it money? Is it time? Is you don't know? Is it that you don't care? What is it? Why aren't you certified? Are your people certified if, if you are, right? And if not, why not? Why aren't we lighting the candle? Why aren't we spreading the message? So that's the first one. You need to be in TTC. You need to be certified in Transforming Team Communication, Five Voices, Five Gears, and the Toolkit Sessions. It will change your life and your ability to lead and change the lives of others, period. Second, if you are certified, you need to help build this cadre. Where are you at? Where are you at? It's time for me to call you up to something greater. Where are you? We are racing towards the end. I can't liberate the DOD alone. You can't liberate your base alone. I don't have capacity and time for that. You don't have capacity. Your boss won't let you. We need to expand our network. Where are you at? Reach out. We need to get after it together, period. If you're married and your spouse has not been through transforming team communication, they attend free. All they've got to do is sign up. That's it. 
transforming team communication, your spouse attends free. The same exact program right beside military members. The only caveat is they can't be employed by the DOD. That's it. So if you're not certified, why not? Are your people certified? Great. If not, why not? Is your spouse certified? They attend free. Why not? You need to go to militarysherpa.com right now. Militarysherpa.com right now. Request more info. Have your spouse register for one of the classes we have. We are surging towards the end of the year. There's very little time left. If you don't act now, it is going to be too late. I promise you, I watch it happen every year. People reach out to me and it's too late because their funding dries up. I hope this helps. Next time somebody asks you why this, next time somebody asks you why should we do this program, what's in this program, what impact will this program has, share this podcast. Share this podcast episode with them. They'll ask, they'll listen, then you can have a deeper conversation about what you can do with Transform Team Communication. MilitarySherpa.com, that's where you get all the information. Hopefully this will help convince people to join you on your journey. I am glad, I am proud that you're on this journey with me. I can't wait to talk to you soon. I'll see you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilsher. 